Welcome to the Get Fit with Masi podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Masiel from GetFitWithMasi.com. I'm a certified personal trainer and fitness instructor in the Bronx, New York, and I teach hundreds of women online and offline how to get snatched, burn fat, and build muscle in all the right places. Today's podcast topic is, do your feet hurt when you work out? If so, you might be wearing the wrong shoes. I'm Get Fit with Masi on all social media, and that's spelled M-A-S-S-I. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope the most. So if you like what you hear today and don't follow me yet, please make sure you do so. Use the clap emoji below to send claps if you're feeling what I'm saying or learn something new. And if you have any questions or comments after this podcast, please feel free to at me on Twitter or DM me on the gram. What do track runners, Olympic lifters, golfers, baseball players, dancers, and ballerinas all have in common? They all wear specific shoes for their sport and or activity, and the same is going to be true for you and your training. So along with their skill set, the folks I listed above are all required to have the proper footwear, not just for aesthetic reasons, but instead to perform at their highest potential. If you're serious about your training and seeing results, you're going to need to invest in the right shoes. So having the right shoes is a non-debatable because your shoes directly affect and impact your form. So there's no point in becoming better at a workout with shitty form. So this podcast was created to answer my most frequently asked questions. And this is a question I get often about foot pain. So she writes, When I squat in sneakers, my arch tends to hurt later on. But when I squat in just my socks, dot, 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 I'm okay. What am I doing wrong? Sometimes we feel pain and because we think it's normal, we often ignore it. But I'm here to tell you that pain in your body is not normal. And if you're having pain in your foot during or after your workout, it's probably attributed to one of these three things. Number one. You're wearing the wrong shoe for the activity type. Number two, your shoes have too many miles on them and you need a new pair. Number three, they are not the right shoe for your foot type. And I can relate to this issue because it happened to me when I first started getting serious about my training. When I first got into the fitness game, I was working with a trainer and I remember he had me doing a lot of running. And the bottom of my foot and my shins were killing me and I could not figure out why. So I talked to some folks at my job and one of my colleagues, her name was Laura Minucci, and she was an avid runner and she suggested that I try a running specialty shoe store called Marathon Sports back in Massachusetts. And at the time I'm like, what the hell do I need a running specialty shoe store for? I can just get my sneakers at like Foot Locker or Finish Line. Um, I had worked at like a shoe store in the past, so I really didn't see what the difference was. But I trusted her suggestion because she was a runner and I decided that I would go to this running specialty store. And I'd also been used to like wearing the same sneakers that I had purchased like five years before. Um, And I wasn't really sure, again, what the difference was going to be um, or if the store would really help me. But girl, I was dead wrong. So 10 minutes after being at this specialty store and having them do their thing on me, I realized that they knew what they were doing. So the first thing that happened when I went into the store, it was tiny, right? In comparison to, again, like these bigger 
shoe stores. It was super small um, and they probably had like three people working at the store. So I had someone come up to me and they said, you know, we are going to do a visual gait analysis which means they wanted to watch me walk without shoes on. And this helped them determine how my foot bared weight during my step. And so after they did that, then they decided, all right, it's time to put a shoe on you. So they selected a shoe as a starting point and then they were like, okay, so like go outside. And I was like, wait, we can like leave the store with these shoes on that I haven't purchased. And they were like, yes, go outside, walk, um, jog, run in them, and then come back. And so the entire time they're watching you, studying you to see what's going on, your foot structure, watching how you run, um, and then narrowing down a particular fit and support category that is meant for your specific foot. So it's really precise. Then they brought out a few similar options and let my feet tell them which shoes were the best. After listening to this podcast, you'll learn that the best shoe for you has little to do with the brand and more to do with your individual foot mechanics. Understand why you shouldn't use your running shoes to dance or your flat lifting shoes to run. Know why you should skip the mall to get your workout shoes and that there's definitely a difference between shoes for fashion and shoes for training. Before we get any further, I wanna break down some important foot terminology for you. So the first thing is your pronation. So your pronation is the way your foot rolls inward when you walk or run. It's part of the natural movement that helps the lower leg deal with the shock of your feet hitting the pavement. Some people pronate more, which is called overpronation, or less, which is called underpronation, than others. Your stride, on the other hand, is the length of your step from heel to heel. In English, this means it's the distance you travel with each step you take. And that can vary from person to person, but can also vary from the same person when walking or running at different speeds. How you pronate affects the way you walk, run, and jog, and may increase the likelihood of injury. This is why your pronation pattern is an important factor when choosing the right training shoes. So there are four pronation patterns. The first is basic or neutral, and this helps absorb impact relieving pressure on your knees and joints. A neutral pronation has little or few biomechanical problems. The second is overpronation, and that's identified by wearing patterns along the inside edge of your shoes and is an exaggerated form of the foot's natural inward roll. So it's a common trait that affects the majority of runners, for example, leaving them at risk of knee pain and injury. Overpronators need more stability or motion control shoes. The third pattern is flat foot or severe overpronation. The severe overpronator has poor shock absorbers, disrupted foot function, and can cause back or leg pain. And then the fourth is supination, also called underpronation, and that's marked by wear along the outer edge of your shoe, and it's an outer rolling of your foot that results in insufficient impact reduction at landing. Once you understand what your foot mechanics are and what kind of sneakers you should be purchasing, you'll then want to start thinking about getting activity-specific shoes. So depending on the activity, your feet will need to be able to have specific 
movement patterns. Here are a few tips on specific movement shoes. So if you're a walker, runner, or jogger, you want to get running shoes that are at least a half size up to one and a half sizes up from your street shoes or your heels. So you don't want your shoes to fit perfectly because you'll want that extra room to allow your foot to flex and your toes to move forward with each stride, especially because when you run, your feet also swell. So you're gonna need that extra space. So you also want to make sure that your running shoes are replaced every three to 500 miles. So keep track of the date that you purchase your shoes and, and or keep a training log. If you like doing Zumba or you like dancing or hip hop classes, invest in dancing shoes that allow you to swivel, pivot and go side to side with little resistance. So remember, running shoes were created for you to easily move forward and backward, not to go side to side. If you're doing barbell training and or CrossFit, when it comes to this type of activity, you need different shoes than running because lifting with running shoes would be like, think of squatting on a pillow. It's too soft and what you need is a hard, stable surface. So shoes with minimal cushioning are gonna help you strengthen your muscles and stabilize the body appropriately. So I would highly recommend buying cross trainers, something like a Metcon. Or if you're on a budget, you could also buy something like Chuck Taylor, so anything with a flat sole. And then if you're an advanced weightlifter, even the slightest hint of instability can throw off your squat or your deadlift. So if you're getting more advanced, for example, you're doing cleaning jerks, snatching, you wanna invest in weightlifting shoes that have a raised heel. You should always try on your shoe in store and perform some of the activities you'll be doing in them. So for example, if you are running, you wanna make sure you actually run. If you're squatting, you wanna squat, jogging, dancing, walking, etc., to determine whether it feels right for you. It's kind of like being in a relationship. It's all about how it feels. So the chemistry between your foot and this new shoe. My last tip is when you're first getting started, you're gonna be very tempted to not go out and buy new sneakers and just use what you have. But if your sneakers are old or they're worn out, that can be a leading cause of injury for you. So wear and tear is not always apparent to the naked eye. And if you want to stay healthy, fit, and injury-free, the best thing you can do is invest in a very good pair of shoes. So it may feel like a lot to spend up to $150 on a pair of running shoes. Girl, I understand the struggle, but the investment is worth it. So consider this, whatever your new shoes cost, it's likely less than the money and time you'd spend seeing the doctor if you got yourself injured because you was trying to be lazy or cheap and not buy the right shoes. So here's the bottom line. You either pay for it now up front or pay for it later. So not wearing the right shoes can cause even your hips to have pain, knees, or your back to get injured. So if you want to prevent it early on, I highly recommend that you purchase new shoes. So you can't go harder, get better, faster, or stronger if your shoes are trash. And since we're on our feet most of our life, you wanna make sure you have the best quality of life as well as the best quality of training. 
Happy shoe shopping. If you want to email me questions to be answered on this podcast, make sure you email me at masiel, M-A-S-I-E-L, at getfitwithmasi.com. And if you think that this information could be helpful to someone you know, please share this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want more information on how to get started, go to getfitwithmasi.com to get this work. Bye.